Welcome to the family with Mike Bryant, Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt-Bernard, and Cassie Trader. And Tim Lammers will join us right after this with the family. It's time for Team KQ Walzer's third annual Tour de Cure ride. Join me, Doug Sprinthal, Michael Bryant, and a ragtag group of riders as we raise money to fight diabetes. This year, the ride is Saturday, June 1st, and starts at Boom Island. We take the 26-mile route. It's a ride, not a race, so people of all abilities are welcome. It's a worthy cause that raises millions to support research for a cure for this terrible disease. Go to diabetes.org slash kqwalzer or email doug at walzer.com for more information. Okay. Yeah, as so. long as he talks like Brockmire, so. I'm in. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Brad Sean Bryant, Michael Bryant. How you doing today? Marvelous. How about you? <laughs> what's that? What's that look? It gives me a look. Like, what's your problem, Tom? The thing we keep telling people is you should talk to a lawyer. You can talk to us before you talk to an adjuster so that you know exactly what your rights are. You understand what's out there for benefits and you just know overall what you can do. Um, biggest test we have with people is to ask them, look at the adjuster and tell them, you know, should I go talk to a lawyer? They'll tell you no. It's because it costs some money. Oh, and so yeah. it makes sense to find out what your rights are. Brad Sean Bryant, MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. He does the tag, he does the body, he does it all, ladies and gentlemen, and he represents you seeking justice for the injured. Brad Sean Bryant. Uh, Don't let him sing. Let him play play drums. Yes, thank you. We'll play the drums in our Fonz drums in here. I like it. Yeah, I do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Tim Lammers joins us. Timmy, business like Tim, business Monday. <laughs> it's Monday, man. Hey, what's Monday. up? Well, and Michael Bryant is there as well. I am. You guys, thank you so much for, uh, from this type one diabetic, I'll have to join you next year to do your uh, tour de cure. You know, this, uh, I, I noticed I, that. I really appreciate uh, the efforts you guys put in, man. Thank you, but I notice everybody the day after the tur- we do it, or the week after we do it, everybody's like, I'll be there next year. I'll be there next year. <laughs> I'll be there Skeptical. next year. Skeptical. <laughs> I love that. No, but thank I'll you, Tim. You're the people we do it for. I mean, it it is to uh, the dinner they have the night before where people talk about diabetics in their lives. Yeah, you're yeah. one of the people I think of when I go on the ride. Now, what's di- What's type one and type two? What What's the difference? Well, type 1 is considered juvenile diabetes, and that's the kind where you do insulin injection. Oh, okay. And uh, I have that, and my three birth children have that. Of course, we adopted our youngest, so thankfully she doesn't have it. Um, but that's where you got to prick your fingers, check your blood sugar all the time, mm-hmm. um, or you know, use a pump or a glucose monitor. Passholt has type 1 as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, type two is um, can be controlled by diet, but that's generally later in life uh, that that springs up. But there, are, you know, type two instances are, are coming up uh, earlier and earlier in people as well. I got to tell you the reason that I asked you the difference between type one and type two. I'm up at Passolt's cabin. And we're having a ball. It's like Paul Majors is up there, and Passolt's family's there, and we're just having a great time, right? And we go to the bar, and this guy walks up, and he goes, Hey, are you Jeff Passold and Tom Bernard? And I said, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Was it Michael Bryant? <laughs> it was Michael Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 That was cool. <laughs> well, you can't get by with anything, huh? You daggers. Unbelievable. So the guy says, Okay, it's, uh, great to meet you. Hey, Jeff, I'm going to ask you a question. I heard you say on the air the other day that you have diabetes. Why don't you just stop eating so much candy? (laughs) (laughs) The guy actually thought it was. I never thought of that. Wow! Stop eating five Snickers an hour. (laughs) Well, no, type one is more considered. It's more closer to an autoimmune disease, and that's why a lot of times it's hereditary. In Lammers' case, his three children Mm -hmm. have it. Well, I remember when I was a kid, though, your parents would say, "Stop eating so much sugar, you're going to get diabetes." diabetes. Yeah. 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 All the people with diabetes that ride in the race have these red jerseys on and you see a lot of little kids out there that are riding
riding it. You know, it's yeah, it's mm. amazing. Little, mm-hmm. little, yeah. yeah, go Red Rider. Go Red Rider. It was phenomenal. So yeah. Timmy. Yeah, my youngest son got it when he was four, and uh, six months later, my uh, other, my oldest son got it. He was wow. twelve. And then my uh, daughter, my oldest daughter, got it when she was 21, which is the same age I was mm-hmm. when I got it. So it's kind of strange when it pops up. And I, I yeah. do believe Passolt got his uh, when he was older as well. But they call it juvenile diabetes. But really, you know, it can happen to people when they're 30 years old. Right. Even. But, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's, it's a different, different type of diabetes. Of course, they're all serious and of course, lately you've been hearing about the price of insulin and insulin bios oh, yeah. being so mm-hmm. damn expensive. And yeah. we hope uh, people get their arms around that and, and make some changes here. So, because it is a very serious disease, you, yes. you really need to take this up and keep up on it every single hour of every single day. You know? Absolutely. So it's all it's really good work. But again, I promise next year, next year, I promise I'll ride. Lammers and I are going to show up with, I promise. (laughs) Yes. I'm not going to hold my breath. You got me on on record now of saying it. Okay. Put it on your calendar. (laughs) Same weekend every year, right? First weekend in June, I think, is yeah, for Saturday. Although Doug's the captain. He's the one who takes care of all that stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's the captain? Doug's the captain. You put Doug in You're charge an honorary of stuff? captain. Uh, That's it? Yeah, Doug and you. Ah, honorary. You're a co-captain. Why does Doug get to be a captain? Because he's out he there. Set it up. He's yeah. lame. <laughs> he's lame. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that to him. Nah, does, he a... wear, does he wear a skipper hat like uh, L. Ron Hubbard? L. Ron Hubbard, yeah. exactly. He looks exactly like L. Ron Hubbard, yeah, as a matter him of fact. And Tom were wearing the same skipper, skipper suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm in charge here, so now nah, it was a great time. People could not have been nicer. So many KQ Morning Show yep. listeners came up and said hello. It was just terrific. And Michelle, I believe her name was, the woman who came up. Yep. Uh, she's just very a happy to see you. Wonderful person. Just just terrific people. It was a great weekend because Friday, Saturday, and Sunday ran into a bunch of listeners, and you guys are amazing. You really are. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yesterday at um, our Boulder Options event, there was a guy that had been listening to you for the entire time you've been on. (laughs) I mean, Doug Sprinthal, shut up, you guys. Uh-oh. He just texted Walzer.com. Walzer. Uh-huh. Hey, Dougie, and as long as you're listening, you want to come on and do a do a new commercial since it's a tour yeah. to Cures to love yeah. there? Yeah. Be a good plan. So, Tim, see any movies lately? <laughs> oh, yeah, Tim. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, Tim, you want to talk about it's movies? It's such a Monday. <laughs> sure. I saw so, Aladdin. Did, did anybody else see Rocket Man yet? No. I, I, don't know. I want to see that, though. Is it good? You know, if you love Bohemian Rhapsody, I, I think did. you'll love this film. But it is a musical. I like musicals. You know, it's a musical uh, about Elton's life, and the songs tell the story, much in a way a movie musical or a Broadway musical does. Okay. But I, I like the fact that they didn't try the straight-up bucket. Um, it, it really is entertaining, and it is really a tough look at his life. Elton wanted it to be an R-rated film, I think, Mainly, I mean, my wife and I, because she saw it with, I did see it again over the weekend. Um, she didn't see it with me the first time. Um, she's just amazed the guy is still alive because this, you're talking about excess, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, man. I mean, this yep. guy did it all, and just the, the drug abuse, the alcoholism, the, the suicide attempts. I mean, this man is, it's amazing to think he's 72 years old and really come through all of this pretty clean did you hear that interview that larry, <laughs> larry king. king did with elton john no oh my god larry no. I, what is he now is he like 87 or something he's he's in his late 80s i think and he did an interview with elton i, I don't know how old the interview is but uh, if it's recent or it was old or what it, probably old because he didn't do a talk yeah show i don't anymore, think he? yeah king's still doing it so larry king says to elton john because Elton says, uh, I, I got a late start in my sex life. I didn't have sex until I was 23 years old. And Larry King says, well, would that include uh, hetero and homo sex? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my God. Larry. Yeah, really, Larry. Larry. That's what you're going to Homo sex. Homo sex. Okay. <laughs> That's real good, Larry. 
finger on the pulse of society. Right. You know, Larry, I, I do because he has it uh, online, basically, right? It's a YouTube show. Yep. I don't yes. think it's broadcasting or oh. not that that really matters. No, you're right. Um, but, you know, there are sometimes he is, he's a, he's a good interviewer, but again, it's like that time. Remember when Seinfeld jumped on him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> asking him if he was canceled. Do you remember that? Oh, and Seinfeld, God. He was half joking, but half pissed off. About yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I still like Larry King, but I, I have to look. Is this a new interview you're talking about? I don't think so. It, I, I, it might be. It could be. I'm not really sure because I've never heard Elton before say that he, he was celibate until he's 23. So I don't know if it is a new interview yeah, or not. Yeah, and I just read that, oddly enough, this weekend as well. Yeah, I, I read that too. And, and um, yeah, again, they don't, they don't uh, spare you any details in, in this. I mean, this is a pretty well-rounded biopic i mean the big complaint with the bohemian rhapsody film was that people thought they watered down freddie's life and yeah didn't go far enough and the other band the members team. yeah well they left yeah, a lot and, to the and, imagination you know, and then one, they also hammered me. on him yeah and they also hammered on him for they they uh, rearranged the timeline and all that. Well, guess what? They do the exact same damn thing with Elton. Oh, and the, the release so, of the records. You know, nobody better complain now. What's that? Were they they were because in the movie the concern with the uh, Queen movie was the release of the records was out of order. They do that same thing with Elton John. Yeah, there this was that, and the, the big Why? thing was. Um, the the uh, Live Aid scene at the end, Freddie revealed to them that he was HIV. And in re, in real life, he didn't get diagnosed till 87. Oh, okay. I didn't know HIV positive. No, he's talking about Freddie. Oh, Freddie Mercury. I was going to say because I didn't think Elton was. I knew him. Sorry. Right, about what do you do? Right. Playing Tiger so, Woods so golf? That big, yeah. the, that, you know, people were pissed that they used his <laughs> HIV diagnosis as a dramatic plot yeah. device hmm. for that live aid scene and and i knew well when i was watching the film i thought god i thought i mean i was wondering myself about that i thought he was diagnosed later um i i, I guess i i don't they, they're trying to tell the best story well now, for example was... in this film you got to stuff a lot of stuff that's out of order but this one they suggest that he married he did, Elton did get married to a sound engineer that he met on Too Low for Zero. But they suggest that the marriage came 10 years before that mm. and was over with immediately when, in fact, he was married for four years to this woman. So, I didn't you know, know they're that. gonna, you gotta compact stuff. Yeah, you gotta compact stuff into a two hour film. You gotta present the best story possible. It's just, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just got to accept that there's no need grousing about it because there's nothing you can do about it. They, did, they're trying to tell the best story. Did Elton, and I think they did a great job in both accounts. Did Elton go broke a couple of times? Yeah, I think he did. You know, they did suggest that um, John Reed took him for a ride. Oh. I don't think he ever came close to going broke or going bankrupt. Okay. Who's but John Reed? I'll have to dig into that Probably moment. manager. John Reed's the manager, yeah. who is also lovers. And John Reed in the Queen oh, movie that's right. okay. came off as a relatively decent guy. But here, he's a real bastard. So who and was he's he? still alive, by the way. Which John one was Reed he in the Queen movie? Um, and, what's that? Which one was he in the Queen movie? Was he the first guy that they He, he was left? the manager. Right, but is he the one that when they left... They left to go off on their own. Was he that one? Oh, that they fired? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Freddie fired him on okay. the street. They were driving in a limo, and right. Freddie got pissed at him oh. and kicked him out because oh, his his minion was telling lies. Right. But in reality, Freddie and, well, the surviving band members of Queen said there was no acrimony there. That was made up. <laughs> so, again, something else that was made up. They needed a villain. So yeah. They, so yeah. they oh. made John Reed the villain. When in, when in, you know, according to Elton's story, John Reed really is a villain. Oh. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. So, yeah, and he's a lot more involved in this film than he was in the Queen. Okay. I thought he went out on one of his tours because he needed, like, at one point he was almost broken. Like that's the Billy I... Joel t tour, or one of yeah, them, that's was based felt. upon him really yeah, needing money. Or yeah. maybe he had to pay taxes or that's something. Or some, something, yeah. So. I seem to remember something like that.
Yeah, it's possible. I mean, you know, they made it, again, another one of these timeline things. They made it, God, I don't know if I want to tell you. Yeah, I, I won't tell you. There's a, a crucial way. The, the way the film ends suggests something that made this major comeback with this certain album. There was a downturn for a long time um, where he, you know, wasn't selling as many records. And at one point, and I remember buying this piece of turd in a dollar record bin. <laughs> oh, that's nice. um, victim, that's nice. victim of love. A victim of love. I got home, and this is already by the time it was discount. I got home. I put on the record. It was going the whole freaking way through. It was a disco record. Hmm. And I took my needle and scratch, scratch, scratched it right across the record. Through the oh, record. wow. And uh, that he so he did a disco record. He fell for that stick, and he did one one of those. And, you know, just like any other artist, I mean, a lot of them have an album where they're just not as big, but then he came back with Too Low for Zero in 1982 with I'm Still Standing and all that stuff, and he's been on a fairly steady ride ever since that point. Yeah, that's amazing, it says, but not everyone is excited about the content of the film. On Friday, the filmmakers rebuked a Russian distributor for cutting scenes from the film that de de uh, depicts sex between two men. We reject in the strongest possible terms the decision to pander to local laws and censor Rocket Man for the Russian market. A move we were unaware of until today, read a statement released on Friday. Paramount Pictures have been brave and bold partners in allowing us to create a film which is a true representation of Elton's extraordinary life, warts and all. See, I don't... Why would they refer to, to gay sex as a wart? That's true. That's not a good decision. I don't, who well, wrote I that? I think That's they're just referring to the drug use. Yeah. The drug use. Well, it makes it sound in this it's story like it refers to all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's not a but, good choice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're right. I mean... Yeah, Russia. What a shame. Russia, they replaced yeah, the heroin I mean, needles with a bottle of vodka. <laughs> yeah, they probably, they probably did. It's huh. true. Yeah, I don't know. The, but, the whole thing. There was another country... There was another country that made some cuts from Bohemian Rhapsody yeah, China, to make it look like Freddie wasn't gay. Okay. So that's not an unusual thing for these foreign no. countries to be doing. We Apparently, will be right you know, back in some... just a couple of minutes with the family. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me too? No. <laughs> <laughs> God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we right love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Do Elton John. But, but, but Benny I have to admit that I really loved Elton John until he did Crocodile Rock. And yeah. I lost a lot of respect I for him know. for a long time. I, oh my God. Well, that just wasn't him. You know, it was just, I don't know. I thought he sold out, man. I loved Levon. <laughs> Levon was a great song. Yes. 
Yes. What's the other one on that album? It's really real tiny dancer. That's on that mm-hmm. album. That's a good album. song. Yeah. yeah. yeah really good nights. stuff. All right for fighting is a great song. Yeah. What? Did you get in a fight, Frank? No, I didn't get into a fight. That was a great song. <laughs> God, it's a, attack Michael. His Day. music I love reminded it. me a lot of Billy Joel. Yeah, they were I'm like the that. same kind of. Yeah, kind of. Just mm. the same. Just something I like about Billy it. Joel too much to. Yeah, no. No. Nah. Billy no. Joel's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. A nice guy. He came to the station one time. He's a very pleasant guy. Yeah, he's supposed to be really, really yeah, nice. Really nice guy. Well, Timmy, sad news for you because I know you love George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic. <laughs> Uh, George Clinton says he's I goodbye do. to the road. He's not going on the road anymore, so he's given up the funk, as it says. How here. old is he? Oh, God, George Clinton's got to be close to 80, yeah. I would think. I still think he's going out under another name. He probably <laughs> will. Or Michael said he might go on that share <laughs> retirement tour number 10. Yeah. <laughs> the Terry Funk retirement tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sir. Uh, he's 77 years old, so I can see uh, going, well, although... I tell you, last year, the family went to see Tony Bennett out at uh, Mystic mm-hmm. Lake. He was phenomenal, mm-hmm. and he's 90-something. Yep. He was great. He was dancing around and the whole deal. I know. He did some spin moves. He it was very impressive. Moves. It was a yeah. whole deal. So that's pretty cool. But I'm sorry. I, I, if it's true, I'm sorry to see that because George Clinton, if you've never seen him live, you missed something because he was unbelievable. You had a amazing. great conversation with him. I did? Yeah, when I you did, met him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole guy, he walks up to me and goes, hey, George. And he slammed his spear on the ground, too. He goes, hey. And what's Whoa. funny is Prince said even less. Yeah, and Prince said, hi. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody gets the spear slam, so. No, I don't, not everybody gets the spear slam. And don't forget, of course, that when Brad Blanks has interviewed Robert De Niro, what, 11 times now? Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe huh? he should have his Dura checked. <laughs> Maybe he yeah. should have his Dura checked. You, you've heard those, haven't you, Timmy? The eleven times that he's interviewed Robert De Niro. Oh God, yes. I, and I heard the, the uh, how Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep essentially De Niroed him on that. She interview. did. She blew him up. I am agreeing with. I'm agreeing with. Lies, red carpet. I am agreeing with how Meryl Streep completely. I don't think we've ever agreed on anything before. But uh, she said this this whole phrase, toxic masculinity, is way out of line, and it does nothing to help young boys. So stop doing it. And I couldn't agree more. Well, you know why she's doing that. Well, there's money in it? No, because she was... Yeah, well, she said both men, she said both men and women can be toxic. She said that I've well, known some true. very toxic women in my time. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And it's not Everybody masculinity. Everybody can be toxic. Yeah, but she's also got to walk back her support of that Harvey... Weinstein. Weinstein. So that's the only thing you've ever agreed with her on, huh? I think so. You disagreed on which child she shows in his choice. (laughs) That's the wrong kid, Meryl. I wanted the other kid. You clearly see. No, I'm talking about as a human being. (laughs) Although I did feel sorry for her with that Dino De Laurentiis thing. That was, oh, that should not have happened. Why did you bring me such a homely woman? And she speaks Italian. Oh, God. Although, faccia bruta, it's not hard to guess what yeah. that means anyway. You've got a brutal face. Gee, thanks that's so much. That that's a, rough. That's yeah. a rough thing man. to say. That is tough as it yeah. gets right there. So, Timmy, Alex wants to go see Ma. Have you seen Ma? No, no, I didn't. It was a busy week last week. Was, I mean, yeah. I heard the other big one was Godzilla. Godzilla. And, uh, my son had a band concert on that screening night so family first with that deal i wasn't gonna miss that so i miss godzilla i know cassie had seen that but ma looks interesting it does my concern with ma i've heard some descriptions of it i'm I'm not in i'm not in for the whole torture thing you know that that, that, oh it's torture i don't like torture either i'm out my concern with that is if you've seen the preview you may have seen the movie i mean with the preview it's like what else is there to in that movie Really? I yeah, haven't they seen do it. that. Yeah, so if there's torture, so there's they torture people, and I have well, no interest in Olivia, that at all. what's her name? Or what, well, who's the lead in that? Um, Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer. Yeah, Spencer. She tortures kids. I'm not going to go see that. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Now I know the trailer so where that you're they, talking about. She buys about. alcohol for them, and they yeah, take them out. Yeah, they get to party I, I you, in the I basement. I the preview, the whole movie. It's, yeah. it's all there. Yeah. So you might be right. 
So why do they do that? Uh, Having yeah. said that, that preview is damn creepy. It's yeah. a good. It's a good preview. It is. It's very creepy. <laughs> but, you know, I don't really want to watch little kids get tortured. I'm really not. I have no interest. Well, in that. but they were unruly teens, so they deserve. <laughs> oh well, never mind. Then. They had it coming. If they had it coming, that's a different kettle of fish, as they say. Yeah, I don't know. So what's coming up, Tim? That's going to be good. Well, uh, we have X Men uh, this week, and you were, you wanted to see that, didn't I you? I do want to this see thing? that. <laughs> that was why I asked the question. Well, Are you ever going to grow up? And well, uh, well, well, uh, I'll text you after the call and see okay. if it'll work out because it's tonight. Oh, I forgot about I'm, that. It's it's graduation week week for St. Louis Park, so I'm going to be at an orchestra concert. You know, you should have sent them to North High because okay, well, graduation week's like three people. <laughs> <laughs> Am I making well, it up? They have the I most valedictorians, and they also have the most kids not graduating, apparently. And David's proud to be not in either group. They so. have the most kids not graduating? Yeah. Uh, so. Really? So it's mm-hmm. hit St. Louis Park now, huh? Apparently. So. Well, I never graduated from high school, so I can't talk. So how, you know. how did you get into college? For one day. Yeah, but don't you have to graduate from high school to get to college? No. Well, they did give me a diploma. Okay. And you know why they gave me a diploma? <laughs> Hit the road. No, it was. Uh, they said if you show up for home room, just home room. Oh, that's. We'll right. give you a diploma, and the reason was federal funding. Mm-hmm. They just wanted the money. Didn't the give a rat's ass about me. They just wanted the money. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. So what else is there, Tim? There's X Men. Spider Man's coming out. Superhero. Uh, Spider Man. Uh, next week uh, we have the Men in Black reboot. Oh, that's right, Men in Black. With Will Smith. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson, and I'm curious to see how this one's going to be handled. Liam Neeson oh, also has a role in uh, Men in Black. Is he going to be J or K or whatever? Uh, I don't. He's. I don't know if they're they're different initials now. I I don't know if this is a. They're not. They're not redoing it, no, oh, for no, as far okay. as I, I'm concerned. I, I know, yeah, yeah. It's not like one's taking Will Smith's role, one's taking uh-huh. Tommy Lee. Um, but um, uh, yeah, so so Liam Neeson has he's like a supervisor sort of hmm. role. Oh, he's going to be cute. Of course, after that deal with his comments last year, or was it last year or earlier? No, it was earlier this year. That picture. What the, yeah, the big yeah. end comments? What? He had the gun issue. Yes. But he was calling black people the big end. Yeah. Jeez. Like, what are you thinking? No, no, no. Irish no, no, bastard. He, when he was talking about uh, after the uh, sexual assault of one of his friends, yes. he wanted to get a gun and go out. Yeah, that. And kill that, black people. Oh, actually, he'd used the big end a couple of yes. times. Yes, he did. Wow. Uh, why? Why on earth would you do that? Because he's. Mm. Nuts, maybe. You know, and I, to perhaps. Sell, you know, he's doing it while he's selling a movie. Yeah, not a good he's plan. Thinking, oh, I'll get a lot of headlines for this. Well, he got headlines all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and he hasn't worked since. I yanked his movie out of theaters. It's on pay-per-view, I think, but That's it never did hit the theaters, did it? Yeah. I don't know. They get, did it get yanked or it just didn't do very well? And no, I don't think it was ever released. It, I, I just think it It was released, and it, it, it died a, a quick death. Very quick. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, every was, movie's the same with him. It, I don't. I like Taken though. I still like Taken. Yeah, that was a good movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. Taken, no, that was a good movie. movie. That's true. <laughs> I haven't watched all three. I can. I. I liked all the Takens. You should so. do a movie called "You Harp Bastard," <laughs> and people embrace him again. <laughs> so. he, he just became such an arrogant dick. He just did. Yeah, I think to he may have always been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he might be right a microphone. Yeah, that's true. We just discovered what a dick he really was. So, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you heard Tim, but Catherine said she saw Aladdin. Was that? Did you like it? I did. I thought it was entertaining. I wasn't. You know, I probably wouldn't have gone to see it except for Alex wanted to see it. So I was like, Alex oh, did okay. or Fawn did? No, Fawn. Fawn's not old no, enough to sit through old, anything. No God, really, no. she's just a little too hyperactive. Okay. You should see her with Bop oh, Bop. <laughs> I want to watch this movie. Two minutes in. I want to watch that movie. Three minutes in. I want to watch, <laughs> watch something else. So, yeah, so she's not old enough quite yet. But, yeah, I, yet. I thought it was really entertaining. I was It, it was a little distracting to me because I thought the, the whatever it is, it's not animation. The CGI? It, yeah, the, there was a lot of, like, weird glitchy stuff. Hmm. That's what I've heard. That I noticed. I was like, 
I thought at first is because we were sort of sitting way on the side of the theater and really close up. Maybe it was just the angle, but other people were. Cassie said she noticed it too. Mm-hmm. There was just like some odd glitchy things. Yeah, I don't know what that was. It. Yeah, I don't know if it was the screen or it was. No, they said it happened everywhere. I mean, it didn't ruin the movie or anything. It yeah. just was really noticeable for a Disney movie who, you know, they always make sure everything's I don't, like, flawless. Maybe yeah. the configuration wasn't great for that big of screen or something. I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. Mm. But you know, it was it was I thought it was really good. I mean, like I said, it was very entertaining. But like I said, Jafar sucked in the Jafar. movie. I didn't like his voice. I think he no. would have been okay, but it, he had kind of this high pitched, softer voice. Uh, the voice. He's yeah, the he villain. Was, you know, oh, yeah, but who, oh. who's Jafar is playing Jafar and they needed Who's who's playing Jafar? Just, he's an unknown actor. Oh, yeah. okay. oh you know they okay. need they needed somebody big in that role, like they had Will Smith. I mean, sure. he's the villain. Oh, they yeah. need a, a villain that yeah. people know. And yeah. I, I like I like the uh, Jasmine and, and Aladdin though. I, yeah. I thought they were great. Oh, absolutely. But you know, it is it is Aladdin, and they were going to be having little kids watch the movie, so maybe they didn't want a big well, mean. That's why I, guy. Said, I told Lammers, I'm like, they should have had like Sasha Baron Cohen play Jafar. He would have been perfect for it. He's not the oh, greatest yeah. looking guy. Jafar wasn't. Oh, that's well, nice. no, the guy they that's have playing nice. Jafar is like a pretty boy. I mean, it, he just didn't have that villainous feel to him at all. No. And Dennis Leary would pull it off. Dennis Leary. <laughs> I love Dennis Leary. He's great. And plus, so he's, he's a, a Bruins. Jerk, he's a Bruins fan, so he's he, a he can't be jerk. that bad. Red Sox oh, yes, fan. He he's not that bad. He's a terrible. I don't know. Man. I mean, it, it was it was really good. I, I'm already tiring of all of the you know political discourse about Disney righting their wrongs by doing live shows about you know writing. Is that what they're wrongs? doing? I thought they were just making that's, money. <laughs> well, that's what some reviewers say. Is what, that writing what wrongs? Oh, what did the women, do? the little girls with the princess complex that they're never going to be. And oh my sex God! Roles and, you know they're just they politicize sex everything. <laughs> no sex, sex roles. Oh, yeah. I said sex. I'm like, what? So. That he perks right up. Yeah. On. <laughs> Let me get down. There. Hurry up! Maybe I get down the sex before no. one. I, I don't know. There's just yeah. I, Disney's kind of been in the bull in the sights of yeah. special yeah, interest oh God, groups. Yeah. Well, they're again. big targets. I mean, you know, big target is always going to have people like, going you know, after them for like, nothing. What was it? Uh, Beauty and the Beast, the reboot of that, that they were going to uh, have a strong homosexual, you know, scene. And it turned out to be a small, <laughs> tiny little hug between the candlesticks. And so, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's just that that's the kind of stuff that people have to turn you. everything into. So basically now, if they do a, a reboot of Raisin in the Sun, <laughs> you better put white people in there. I, I don't mean, know. It just... Jesus. Just let them do their movies. Leave them alone. Wow. You, not everyone is in every scenario. Mm-hmm. Well, and God. Aladdin, I mean, I think there was one white guy. That was it. Weren't any other white people? So, and you won't hear people complaining about that. No, no, you won't. Did did you explain who Aladdin was to Tom? No. Okay. Because you didn't know which one was Aladdin. I didn't. I had no idea. (laughs) I thought, isn't Bill Bixby or what's his name? Bill Bixby. What's the guy we were just talking about? You do have a brain sag. I thought he thought Will Smith was brain sag. Like no, he's the genie. No, he was the genie. (laughs) Right, but he thought that was Aladdin. It's like. Uh, Plus, I thought his name was Bill Bixby. So what does that tell you? Bill Bixby, the Incredible Hulk. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly. No, it was. Like I said, I liked it. Did you? Yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was fantastic, but I liked it. Not a barn burner. I said it was good. Then, Tim, have you seen uh, what's that? The one you were talking about today. The the two girls uh, is not um, someone's book or it's um, they the movie. It's out right now. Uh, it's two girls. It's uh, kind smart? of a comedy. Book yeah. smart. Book smart. Book smart. Yeah, have you seen that? No, I know I haven't seen it. My my daughter saw it over the weekend. My oldest daughter and and really liked it. But okay. She felt that you know the. She was right in the demo, you okay. know. I don't know why, you know, they released that wide. It worked against them this time. I, you know, my personal feeling yeah. is, without having seen the film, I can't tell you one way or the other. But sometimes the star power works, sometimes it doesn't. I, I, I don't know if they had 
big enough stars to open the film. Mm. Okay. You know, especially in a, in the summer going summer movie going season. Who's in it? I mean, yes, Aladdin had a bunch of unknowns, but they also had Will Smith, so at least they had somebody right. that people were familiar with. So whether that's working against it or not, I don't know because the film is critically, from what I understand, been getting great notice. So who knows why things work and why they don't? We will take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. I'm talking to Neil Sheehy, ex-NHL defenseman. Neil, you've had great success following the Nutrimost Wellness Plan. How much weight did you lose? Tom, I dropped over 63 pounds in 44 days, but more importantly, I know how to keep it off. That's great. What makes Nutrimost different from all of those other programs out there? In addition to my success, I have two brothers and two sisters who had great success on the Nutrimost wellness program. And collectively, we all lost a total of 222 pounds on the program. My brother and I were so impressed that we decided to open up a clinic in Plymouth. Find out how and why Nutramos is unlike any other weight loss plan by attending the Nutramos free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Tuesday, June 4th at Jake's in Plymouth. Nutramos guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Register for the Nutramos dinner or schedule your immediate consultation. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Let's go crazy. That's not it. I'm still standing. <laughs> no, this ain't it either. That's not I'm still standing? Sounds exactly you like it. You know who it. this is? No. This is a Pointer Sisters. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. That's good. I'm so excited. Doesn't I'm it sound so like excited. it? Or something. What are you going to make happen tonight? What I don't are you know. For? Sleep. <laughs> I'm going to make sleep happen. <laughs> sleep happen. Take a hot shower and go to bed. So I want everybody, Timmy and everybody else at the table's uh, reaction. Catherine finally saw a 1959 movie starring Montgomery Clift, Catherine Hepburn, Elizabeth Taylor, suddenly last summer written by Tennessee Williams. Great writer. Phenomenal movie. But Catherine... The overacting got to her. Yeah. It, it was, was just overacting. a little over the top with the acting. What, what do you think, Timmy? You, you, you know, suddenly last summer? <laughs> well, no, no, I've never seen it, but I can oh, tell phenomenal. you that it not, doesn't surprise yes. me that there's overacting in those older, older films. I mean, it was... it, they're treated more like stage plays. Yes. And, and this was treated like a stage play. And Elizabeth Taylor, about every 10 minutes, you went, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor, seriously, the close-ups on her, her whole face was this screen. I mean, it was it like, was. it was oh, so it was. crazy. She was a beautiful woman, though. She really was. Very pretty Oh, eyes. yeah, she absolutely was. But, I mean, it was just, it was just, it, it just seemed so, I mean, for lack of a better phrase, old-fashioned. But the amazing thing about that is, while well, everybody else was overacting, including Kate Hepburn overacted in it. Really? She did, yeah. I don't remember that. My son, I, I my darling son, my boy, my darling boy. But Montgomery <laughs> Clift was a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. He didn't overplay his role at all. No, he was really he good. He was phenomenal. I, except it was a really good movie. It was a great drama. I loved the, the writing, but it just was... Well, Tennessee but, Williams, one of the greatest wow. writers ever born. They yes. had to, I mean, there wasn't a lot of special effects. I mean, no, they had to no. tell a story. They had to entertain with their words, you know. Catherine guessed about, so you haven't seen it, Timmy? 
No, oh, no, I have not. Took to... Catherine five minutes ago. Oh, that's what this is about. <laughs> she knew immediately five minutes. what it was about. Give me some credit. Two minutes. It was about two minutes exactly. Went, oh, really? Was, they were slamming you over the head with that message. Well, honestly, God, like every piece of artwork in this guy who died, who uh, he died, and then at the beginning you just told he died. You didn't know how he died, but Catherine did point out. Uh, so far, they've shown five sculptures all shaped like penises. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, well. Yeah, it was like what, the set of Will and Grace. <laughs> yeah, it was like the, the set, set of Will and Grace. <laughs> but what a phenomenal. Tennessee Williams, my God. What a writer. He, yeah, Great he stories. Was, wrote some amazing stuff. He did, he, and he personalized pretty mm-hmm. much everything. It was, it was a lot about his life. Oh, was it? Yeah, Tennessee Williams was gay back in the day when it wasn't too popular no. to be gay. No. So. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of suffering back in back in the day. I'm, we're talking the you know 40s and the 50s, mm-hmm. and maybe before that. I, I, well, it was set in 1937, but it was made in 47. No, right? it was made in 59. Actually, it was made in 59. Yeah, the, God, the one you're thinking so of is the, is a kid that escaped Auschwitz, or was in Auschwitz and was then released. That's the one that was made in 1947. Oh, what the hell's the name of it again? Searching. The Searchers. The Searchers, that's what it's called. But, yeah, just, uh, it was a great movie. It was wonderful to see again. Kate Hepburn, Elizabeth Taylor, and Montgomery Clift. You can't go, it it was overacted, but it was phenomenal. Well written by Tennessee Williams, Mm -hmm. the whole shooting match. It was, you know. And those asylum scenes were like. Oh, my God, the snake pit. The snake, that is snake pit. Remember the snake pit? Was was that Betty Davis? The snake pit? The movies, the Snake Pit. There was a movie I called Snake Pit. No, yeah, I don't know that one. Oh, the reason, you know there's why. no Snake Pit in the movie. No, <laughs> I, was like, I don't know. He said wait oddly. Having had a father who was institutionalized back in the 1960s, <laughs> the Snake Pit was where they put all of the like the day room. The day room was kind of, but there was always a bridge over the top of a it. Catwalk. So if they, if, a catwalk. So if they misbehaved, they'd hose them all down, like mm. you know, trying to drive. And they could be observed. Out. Yeah, they could be observed. But she almost she goes into the snake pit, Elizabeth Taylor does. She's up on the catwalk and they jump up and grab her legs. It's like, ooh, God. It was a little it was a hell of a movie though. Hell of a movie. And, and you know who Kate Hepburn was not a fan of? Montgomery Clift or Elizabeth Remember Taylor? Remember this? No. No. It was in her her uh, autobiography that I think was published after she died. I think that was the instruction. Okay. She was not impressed with Meryl Streep. No, oh, wow. she did not like Meryl Streep. Really? That's absolutely well. Meryl so, Streep overacts like there's no tomorrow. Oh, I thought she was Never amazing a in a few She's done some movies. Great stuff. Yes, French She's Lieutenant's a, Woman. Yep, that's a good one. Didn't somebody punch her in Deer Hunter? Didn't she have a black eye in that? And her, her husband. Uh, I have to watch that again. Somebody I don't did. I thought somebody hit her. And it wasn't Walken's character, was it? I don't Could remember. Not, that was a hell of a movie. Well, I, hope it, I don't think it was Walken's character. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. But, but, but and she, uh, yeah. that was her debut film. It was. It was a, Meryl Streep's first film was The Deer Hunter. Oh. Absolutely. It was, huh? Uh, that was a hell of a movie. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but that was one hell of a but movie. But those old Catherine Hepburn and Spencer Tracy movies were just great. They were fun. We've been doing a lot of that, going back and watching old movies, and it is a lot of fun to watch. Again, the acting's totally different, but as Michael pointed out, not a lot of CGI and special no. effects. and no. They just didn't have that back in the day. Well, I wish there would be a Well, few... in a sort of way, you not that to get back to the overacting, but get back <laughs> no. to the stories. You know, yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yes, that's what I want. I would mm-hmm. like to see a movie with a real story too. Yeah, uh, yeah, the stories would be nice because the movies now are just all fan. Well, I, what did we we looked it up today? I think seven out of the ten top movies right now are fantasy movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need it's fantasy been that way. badly. It's been that way uh, for a while. Is that because of what? social media? The reality of social well, media. We need more fantasy. A lot of money though. There, yeah, there's money in them. There's a lot you of know. money in. I mean, they make a ton off the Avengers movie. Well, you know? even dopes can like movies like that. That's true. I mean, there's no big heavy story, so dimwits can show up and go, "Oh, this is fun." Well, that's yeah. why I think Godzilla is going. I think going to do well. Gojira. I love Godzilla. Gojira. Thirty-five of them. I know. Thirty-five. Wow, Godzilla movies. But really? I love the like, old cheesy wow. ones. Oh yeah. Like, yeah like, between like Kong, I call them derpy Godzilla <laughs> yeah. and derpy Kong because they look derpy, but. Um, uh, 
yeah, I'm I'm really excited for the Kong versus Godzilla that's coming up. But I I think it's bringing a whole new generation because like my son is seven, he's yeah, obsessed right. with Godzilla. He was dancing in his seat when Burning Godzilla showed up on the screen. Spoiler alert! And then <laughs> Burning I mean, Godzilla, spoiler just alert. Godzilla on fire. Yeah, yes. and wow, he uh, was on fire. That's an interesting character. Well, he's radioactive, and when he has, <laughs> well, that explains it. <laughs> Tom almost spewed his pop. <laughs> Well, you're talking fantasy. Yeah, Godzilla's radioactive. Like, what? Well, of course he is. It's a common fact. Oh, <laughs> it's a common fact. Everybody knows um, that. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I just think it's bringing a whole new generation. And I understand why people want that fantasy, because they want to get away from yeah. the crap they deal with day to day in the news. And People are terrible right it's now. It's escapism. Yeah. That's yes, what it is. It is. You think yes. we'll ever get past the point that people are so horrible to one another? I mean, actually trying to ruin your life because you don't agree with them. Mm. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Why did we get to that point? I just don't understand. It's your Andy, fault. You it's my, yes, it's Tom's <laughs> fault. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you think that is, Andy? What? <laughs> why, why me? Monday, why me? Monday. Yeah, it's Monday, you can't tell. No, why do you think it is that people... Now I forgot my question. What the Why hell is people it? are See? mean to each See, other? You don't even know what you said. Why are yeah. people so mean to each other now? I think they always have been. Not it's this just bad, easier though. now. Easier to be mean. Yeah, in yeah. exactly. Easier, easier to say things. Just text it yep. to people. <laughs> oh yeah, eighty percent of people are just bad people. They really. It's probably true that eighty. Well, that's what that's what <laughs> suddenly last summer is about. Mm-hmm. About how horrible people are to one another, mm-hmm. and that basically about eighty percent of the population is on Earth to just prey on other people. Pretty that's much. what they do. That's really depressing as hell. I will tell you that. That's about as depressing as it gets. I have a little more faith in humanity. Yeah. You do? That, but, you, you think know. maybe more. only 40% are hard. 79%? <laughs> 78%? So, yeah. I don't think, think it's that high all the wonderful either. people you met this weekend. Exactly. No, you're absolutely you know, right. You're people 100% you've never right. met in your life, they came up. and you Whether know. it was Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, all three things, it was just there. the people could not have been there. We had that, that, that Boulder Options. Uh, dinner at our house last night. Twenty-five people showed up. I didn't know what about twenty of them or not. No, I didn't Fifteen know of them. Yeah, I only knew. They were all incredibly pleasant. Very, very nice people, and I did find my doppelganger, who's a thirty. What is he? Thirty-seven-year-old black man. <laughs> but when he talks, it's just like watching myself talk because he gets all animated. And he gets real intense. <laughs> it, was, it was phenomenal. Yeah. He was a good guy. Yep, everybody was very nice. Rashawn was about as good as it got. There's no question. But yeah, William, uh, did he just text you, William? Yes, he Humphreys? texted me a very nice thank you. I'll read it to you later. Oh, he's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I asked him if you had his number, and he said yes, you do. So I'll I get do. a hold of him. I got everybody's and... number. Nice. Oh, God. Nice. I got your number, Tom. I've had yours a long time. Yeah, exactly right. But yeah, I mean that. I should mention that again. That that. The whole weekend was just filled with really nice people at the Tour de Cure on Saturday uh, and, and the, the dinner last night for Boulder Options. Daryl Thompson, you, you're going to look oh, really Darryl hard. Oh, Daryl there, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daryl runs Boulder Options. Daryl's a great guy. Well, I know Phenomenal. He is, but he came over to the – because he's a great, great guy. Great yeah, guy. Fabulous. Yeah, and his wife's stuff's amazing. Oh. Very nice people. Oh, absolutely. She's far too good for him. I mean, let's be honest. But most women are far too good for him. I know. Her it was the, it was the uh, event of the tall. I was like the shortest woman there, I think. <laughs> I was the You're shortest the guy there. <laughs> I know, wait a minute, Ralph Basham. Who came oh. here? Who came? Well, you know, William Humphreys is, is Chris Humphreys' dad. Yeah, Chris Humphreys' dad. So, yeah. And he's like 6'3". Uh, yeah, I'd got say. really broad shoulders. Had, his shoulders were broader than mine. I got pretty broad shoulders, but his were a lot bigger than mine. Then you got uh, Darren. He was like six five. Oh God, I feel like I'm amongst giants. Oh, hey, I'm going to like I'm a mosquito. Well, show him some pictures. I look like a little kid. In I don't these think I, I don't think I have any of everybody standing up. Oh, Maybe I thought I you do. did. I thought You're you so did. much smaller than you were. So. Yeah, yeah, I am a lot smaller than I was. Katie Harms is what six feet. Yeah, she's and six then, feet. And then her daughter is like six oh, two. Yeah, that's right. And she so wore yeah. uh, Catherine. She yeah. came over and helped. She was a great help. Was very nice. She was very very nice and helped out a lot. She's really tall. Yeah, she's like six two. Yeah, and she like wears that. three four inch heels. Yeah, she was like six seven when she nice. came over yesterday. Yeah. It was really right. terrific. I know. But I'm used to being nice the only tall Catherine be. in the room. Yeah. And she, she complained about it all night. I'm not the tallest Catherine. She was used to be. 
But, you know, well, Michael, you know this. You go out to the East Coast, you're a foot taller than most people oh, yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were like amazing. giants in Rhode Island. Why so. do you think that you got so... What, well, it's Portuguese because they... I, <laughs> it's I, Portuguese, they, Portuguese people Portuguese, tall? They're not that they tall. No, no I, oh, it's my dad's side that we got the height from. Which my was brother. your dad? My dad was six was six feet. So because when I be was six one, I was taller than he was. And what so. uh, what nationality was your dad? He's English. Um, is basically the main part of it. Some Scottish, some Irish. Oh, so you got the same of, thing I got. Yeah. Oh yeah, so we're, my we're white. German. We're on that white side completely. We are on the white side. He's Orient for my grandfather, but you know, yeah, exactly. it's that white side of Europe. Michael Iberian Bryant. Yeah, that's his so. name. No question about it. Did you did you say that I wasn't with you at that part? So when you got to to uh, Bohemian Flats, did you? Oh, Bohemian Flats. <laughs> that's right. I get saluted, Catherine. Yeah, it that's what you did last year. Bohemian Flats. You did. Yeah, My people. Oh, and by the way, Timmy, all the way down the Greenway. Somebody showed up and blacked out Lake Calhoun oh, yeah, and printed right. Bidet Makaska. <laughs> Somebody just did it because yeah. they thought they could do it. So <laughs> yeah. they show up and blanked out Lake Calhoun. <laughs> Let me just point out something to someone here. Mm-hmm. No matter what you name the lake, somebody killed somebody else to name the lake. Yeah. I can just guarantee you that. So I don't know why it's so special. Yeah. I mean, people got killed en masse in the early days of America. That's a mess, though. The feds call it one thing, the states oh, call know. it another. I know, it's just a, it's crazy. Well, it is thing, insane. What I don't understand is that, you know, this overreach by a local official that he thinks that he can do whatever he wants. That's just, oh. I mean, politicians have to, like, look and see what their actual Shut power is and not keep overreaching Shutting and their thinking they can do whatever nice. they mm-hmm. want. That's what I don't like about it. Yeah. Oh, it's true. Timmy, so we got one minute left. What What's coming up that I should go see? Well, this week, again, I don't think you're probably going to want to see Damn X-Men. It. But no. um, in a couple weeks, Toy Story 4. I can't wait. Is so Those I'm really looking wow, Toy Story 4. I, know. Wow. I cried. Who's in that? Yeah. <laughs> and Who's in and that? the other one I'm looking forward to at the end of the month, it's called Yesterday. Oh, that looks really good. And it's the story of this, uh, yeah, this young fella who crashes his bike during a worldwide electrical outage, wakes up. Nobody knows who the Beatles are except for oh, him. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah I've seen good. the trailers wow. for that. Yes. The guy from India, oh, isn't he? Oh, God, yeah. he great. Hmm. I think mm-hmm. he's from India. Yeah. Well, I saw a trailer, too, and yeah. I can't so even that, um, remember the name of it, but they're kind of doing the same thing with the Bruce Springsteen. Oh, we oh. are? Yeah, well, it's um, a guy in India who follows, I think they're, they're Indian, but they live in, in England. And he falls in love with Bruce Springsteen music, and nobody understands why, because Bruce Springsteen's music hasn't really gone overseas yet. Oh. And so he like does his like lives his life by the values of Bruce Springsteen music. So it's kind of that same vein, right? So that one looks good too. Uh-huh. I think you sent me the uh, link to that trailer, uh, Cassie. Yeah. yeah, I think it's called Born to Run. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Born what it's to Run. All right, young man, we got to go, but thank you very much you for too. your appearance on we'll Monday. We'll talk Thursday. Well. Looking forward to it. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow All with right. family.